Welcome to the third episode of the Optimize Self podcast. Today it is just me by myself talking. I am going to be talking about my recent grading. I just received my blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu yesterday actually. And I just want to talk a bit about Jiu-Jitsu and I guess like exercise. Pretty much things that I'm interested in. Um... So far, you know, the jiu-jitsu journey has been pretty amazing. Um, nearly two years I've been doing jiu-jitsu and it is something that continually tests me, continually pushes me and continually shows aspects of my physical and mental capabilities, the good and the bad aspects. Um, for instance, for me personally, when I, when I'm training jujitsu, I am constantly getting humbled. Either I'm feeling good because I'm competing well with my teammates, or sometimes they're competing even better against me and I'm getting my ass kicked. And there's something, something about that, that, that really, um, kind of settles me it really makes me feel it just makes me feel better even if I'm getting my ass kicked (laughs) it makes me feel a lot better and um it just seems like it's something that I don't know if I can stop doing it is it is one of those things that just continually surprises me and the pool of knowledge that you can pull from jiu-jitsu for me at the moment seems like it is endless. Um, and I think it, it's probably the same story for the majority of, of uh, martial arts and combat sports. Um, I started my martial arts when I was like, oh, I think I would have been like 11 or 12. I did karate for about, it's probably about three years. And was very heavily influenced by you know Bruce Lee movies and um I did I probably did about yeah two or three years of karate and that was my first introduction to to the discipline in the sense of you know karate is obviously completely different to jiu-jitsu you have to do remember carters and you know certain certain maneuvers I mean that's how you got graded and when you're getting graded in jiu-jitsu well, the gym that I'm at, Renegade MMA, down in Kensington here in Melbourne, Victoria. It was 20 minutes for the blue belt, non-stop rolling. 20 minutes with, I'd say, a new partner every, it could be 10 seconds, every, every minute maybe you'd have a new partner jump on you just for, tw- just for 20 minutes straight. And if you showed any any uh, dominance in that role for instance if you swept someone or were in a dominant position someone would jump on your back pull you down and then you'd have a fresh partner I think the purple belts rolled for 30 minutes Um, I'm not too sure about the brown belts maybe it's 40 minutes I know 
black belt to about an, or an hour, which would be insane. But um, so yeah, the uh, karate got me got me going on it, and I ended up giving it up because I got interested in other things like freestyle BMX and other sports at the time. But I'm glad that I did actually start a martial art at a young age and I did have a few competitions back then so I had a bit of an introduction to it um, and then as I got older I started to do a little I got I started getting into boxing with my clients because I became a qualified personal trainer when I was about 19 and I worked in large chain gyms like Fitness First and South Pacific and I used to just do, I just used to do boxing with my clients and it was just me holding focus mitts. Um, There's a few trainers that I, you know, learn a few skills off in a sense of trying to get my skills for holding pads and coming up with better exercises and regimes for my clients, but no like proper training with boxing. It was all purely just, just for my own fun and um, for my, for my clients my client's own use and benefit but from there I was always very interested in in MMA because the UFC was so was just so attractive I mean it was just um it was just so amazing so I was always watching UFC and MMA but I um I never thought of joining a gym because I was always lifting weights I was always wanting to you know, be buff and be bigger and be leaner, lift heavier. And that was my philosophy on exercise for a long time from probably like 16 when I started playing football and getting into lifting weights. You just wanted to be bigger and more ripped because I used to be so self-conscious of my body in high school that I just wanted to just build my physique and that that played... That philosophy played out from, from when I was a personal trainer from 19 up until, I'd have to say, just before I started doing jiu-jitsu. So one thing I noticed, though, from always wanting to lift weights and train, you know, international chest day, Monday, Tuesday, back, Wednesday, legs, whatever it is, I was always so sore and I always thought being so sore was a good thing but I don't think it was really I was stiff I was sore I couldn't move very fast I thought I could but I actually couldn't and it got to the point where I had one of my best mates who had been training MMA for probably I don't know probably three years I'm not sure maybe three or four years but he actually took me down to Renegade. This was probably like, it was probably like three years ago. And I did a boxing class. I'm pretty sure it was a boxing class. And I didn't know if I wanted to sign up or not. But anyway, I ended up moving, moving out of Melbourne, moving away, moving to another state. But that was my first introduction to a proper MMA gym. And then couple of years, still didn't, still didn't join an MMA gym, still enjoyed watching MMA and UFC, was still lifting weights. And then breaking up with an ex-girlfriend, I was like, fuck it, I need to try something different. 
So I ended up getting a job cleaning a MMA gym up in Byron Bay. A friend got me a job cleaning the gym and I had a free membership. So I started doing kickboxing, started doing a bit of Muay Thai, started doing some MMA classes and the coaches up there were great. Brazilian coaches, really, really high level coaches, especially for jiu-jitsu. But I didn't actually start doing jiu-jitsu at first. I started doing mainly kickboxing for about, I don't know, three or four months. And it was amazing how quickly I was conditioned. My body was just, I got so lean from it. I got so fit. I got so cardiovascular fit. And it's like, man, after all these years of lifting weights and trying to have this physique and always wanting to look better and do better, but finally I joined the gym. I've, you know, I got the free membership. And I was like, what have they been doing? You know, I was 20, probably 28, 29, and I was like, man, I should have done this a long time ago. But anyway, <laughs> I joined... Love the kickboxing, love doing the MMA. I got fit as a fiddle and that was it basically. And I ended up giving jiu-jitsu a go and the addiction started. I started doing a lot less striking and I started doing a whole lot of jiu-jitsu and it just kind of blew me away really. And then I realised I stopped, I didn't actually want to clean the gym anymore so I actually paid for the membership and that was another thing that kind of put me off joining an MMA gym was I could get access to these weightlifting gyms for $15 a week, come as long as you, as many times as you want a week, access to 24-hour gyms. But then I finally got a free membership at an MMA gym and then I realised that it was actually worth paying the membership because I was getting world-class coaching from fighters. And took me ages to figure that out and then when I finally fucking joined the gym I was like wow so the jiu-jitsu took over and um, it was just so humbling it was something that kind of just struck with me because I mean you know growing up as a kid you're always wrestling with your mates you know messing around and this kind of reminded me of just how like in a sense the playfulness of it reminded me of being a, being a kid again and just, just having so much fun. And, you know, you've got grown men that are third-degree black belts. The coach up there at the time was Daniel Almeida, who's a pretty high-level uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu artist. And he was just, just always had a smile on his face, just having fun. Classes were great, always fun. And, um, yeah, the, the addiction took over and I was just training jiu-jitsu as much as I possibly could and... I definitely was getting sore from it and I still get extremely sore from it. I don't think that's ever going to go away. Um, but yeah, I actually started to keep a bit of a journal because I'm into just writing my thoughts, writing my dreams down, writing just what's going on in my life because it's, I definitely feel it helps to kind of clarify a lot of stuff, especially if you've got a lot of mental kind of chit chat going on and um, one of the things I wrote in my my journal or my book saying recently started jiu-jitsu it has given me a whole new experience 
in life. I feel amazing after I've had a class. I feel mentally clear. It's a new challenge that feels like it's going to discipline me mentally and physically. And it sure, it sure has. Um, one thing I've noticed about jiu-jitsu is you are getting put in very uncomfortable positions quite often, very regularly. And you have a choice how you want to react in those uncomfortable positions. Sometimes you might need to tap out, you know, obviously if the choke's on or it feels like your wrist or your arm's going to break, but just those uncomfortable positions on hot days when the rounds are long and you're getting smothered by someone that's bigger than you, you can choose to give in and tap out or you can tell yourself to keep going. And I know there are many things in life that can give you this, but for me, jiu-jitsu does it every single time I'm on the mats. You can get into a position and you can either give up or you can keep going. And for me, that builds, it feels like it builds a lot of confidence, a lot of strength mentally and obviously physically, but mainly mentally because it doesn't stay on the mats, that strength that you build from telling yourself not to give up. For me, it, it overflows into my daily life. If it's from work, how I deal with relationships or hardships in life, you know, with breaking up with a partner or, you know, dealing with financial problems, whatever it is, your car breaking down. It, it makes you realise that these difficult times that you might face, they don't last forever. And that's one thing that jiu-jitsu has taught me is just to, just to keep going. And things usually aren't as bad as they seem. You have a choice. You can choose to make things affect you extremely bad and you can make those hard situations, you know, you can, you can make them worse by sitting on them and dwelling on them or you have the choice to, to move on and get on with it and look where the next step is or the next path is to, to get through that difficult time. And for me, the jiu-jitsu journey is just con continually gives continually gives that, that mental strength and, yeah, it's thoroughly enjoyable. Um, another journal entry I wrote, which was probably, I don't know, maybe six six or so months after I'd started doing jiu-jitsu, I'd written, uh, jiu-jitsu is amazing, so much to learn and always challenging, a true test of what it means to be human in, in this crazy and fun existence. Um always challenging, a true test of what it means to be a human. Like I said, there's probably many things that can challenge you and they test you as a human, for sure. Um, and like I said, for me, that's what jiu-jitsu does and continues to do for me. Um, and, <clears throat> I mean, there's, uh, there's obviously... A bunch of other aspects in jiu-jitsu if it's competition or not and again this is my my experience so far I, I just got my blue belt I don't know a whole lot about jiu-jitsu it's never-ending you know I'm very new to the game still very very new so this is just going off what I've experienced and what I've learned so far what I've seen um, 
So yeah, and one another another dire entry was uh, I compete. I just competed in my first jiu-jitsu competition. Uh, no wins, but only two losses. I had four fights, and three were very even, with two being a draw. I learned so much and felt like I had improved from my last no gi comp about four months ago. I feel putting oneself in a position and adversity of competition will help me grow and become a better version of myself. I would like to compete again and get a win. I have so much to learn and improve on. Things like cardio, flexibility and explosive strength. I will continue to improve and put myself out there. And that was just after I comp- competed in a comp. And it was just a club competition down at uh, Renegade. And, you know, I mean, even if it's a club comp, or mate, you know, I haven't done a Pampax or a bigger comp yet, but, man, the nerves that you feel before, you know, you, uh, you have to, before you tap hands and you go for it, it's just, it's, it's just very overwhelming. But one thing I love about that feeling of, that, that feeling of overwhelmness, you know, or being overwhelmed, sorry, I should say, and anxiety and, and obviously a bit of fear is if you just could push through again, you finish the comp, win, lose or draw, the feeling that you get after you've finished the competition is, is amazing. Such, a, such a, a big feeling of accomplishment and just you can take so much from it. Win, lose or draw, you can take so much from... from how you competed, the the opponents you had, the lead up, how you trained leading up to the competition, um, injury or not, if maybe you were training or competing with an injury um, or you got injured during the competition, there's so much you can take away from it. Um, for instance, I competed not too long ago and that was our my first episode of this podcast. I had my friend Eli on, he had his first comp. I'd had like my third or fourth comp, but I got injured during that comp. I had um, inflamed the like the padding, the bursa sacs they're called, like under my tendons near my knee. I think the synovial fluid must sit in your bursa sacs. It helps with the lubrication of your joints anyway. That had been inflamed. Haven't been training too much recently, but it's coming good now, but... From that injury, it allowed me to rest and reflect on what I had done in my competition, but also how I viewed jiu-jitsu in general. It had changed again because I'd had an injury, which had put me out for, say, three weeks. The benefit of my injury was I got to rest the rest of my body, and I realized actually how sore my body was from training a lot leading up to that competition. And now I'm getting back into jiu-jitsu again after, after the injury. The rest of my body feels great and it's made me realise that, man, you need to take some time off every now and then. If you're training hard for six months, maybe it's all right to have a week or two off here. Let the body rest, recover, and you come back stronger. It's great. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, getting back to you know, talking about um, lifting weights and exercising and jiu-jitsu and combat sports in general, like, I don't feel that, you know, 
for me, doing a combat sport, I think after doing lots of weight training and being a personal trainer and being in these gym environments like, you know, franchise gyms like Fitness First where you're battling and you're competing with a lot of these other, say, trainers that are trying to compete for clients and everyone's trying to look their best and they've got a lot of these these egos flying around and for me after working in those environments and now I can look back and I am training a combat sport for me jiu-jitsu or doing a combat sport or doing say you know MMA for me it personally it is the ultimate way to exercise my physical body but also exercise me mentally because I didn't get the same mental strength from lifting weights and trying to, you know, get buff or get lean for to, to look good on the beach. Because now I realise that if I can't move properly, if I can't defend myself on my back, or I can't, learn, if I don't know how to throw punches, or I can't run properly or be explosive, and if I'm stiff all the time from lifting weights, then it just it doesn't make sense to me anymore because just trying to look good mm, you know for some people maybe sure that's what they want to do they just want to look good for the beach or for summer or whatever a music festival and then you know that's fine it's their, it's their thing if they want to do that but for me personally doing a combat sport and putting myself through the adversity of having to defend yourself regularly you know against your teammates I definitely feel like it triggers something I don't know what you what it is, you know, maybe because people have been fighting and I know wrestling's been around for thousands of years. So there's something that really is humbling and 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 very, very satisfying um within within that uh that training regime of, of fighting and wrestling and say, you know, doing doing MMA or doing it all. I think it I think it really does for me personally, it outweighs lifting weights and doing heavy squats and bicep curls and shoulder presses and three sets of this. So it's opened up a whole new aspect to how I look on how I look at training myself and how I want to improve from here on because now through my training of a martial art I want to make sure that I'm mobile more and I'm fit to train. So the way I do training off the mat, I still lift weights every now and then, but I'm doing a lot more body weight exercise. I'm doing a lot more movement. I use more kettlebells. I do more, more chin-ups and handstands and, and sprinting and things like that. And I don't lose strength. I'm not, just because I'm not doing heavy deadlifts and heavy squats and heavy bench anymore, I don't feel any stronger. I can still compete with, with bigger guys at the gym and, you know that's I mean yeah that's that's the way I look at it with with uh, with with training and you know I think if Eli actually said it on the first episode of the podcast if a lot more people trained in a combat sport or did some sort of self defense if it was you know boxing kickboxing or jujitsu like you would be there could there probably be less violence in the world because you were getting something out of your system that that really kind of 
you know, doesn't make you very aggressive at all. It actually calms you and make you makes you a lot more of an approachable person, I feel. Um, so, yeah, like, <clears throat> definitely loving the jiu-jitsu. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, another thing that I feel like I wanted to discuss was, you know, like I mentioned before, that the gyms that I've trained at, like, you know, big franchise gyms like the Fitness First and all that, there wasn't, for me personally, there was no, like, culture or, like, the environment was real, real just <clears throat> kind of stale and wasn't alive. So, talking about the gym that I train at now, Renegade MMA here in Kensington, the uh, the owner, Jamie Murray, has created this this space of 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 just like he's created an environment and a space that is so welcoming and is so you okay to be yourself and everyone is respecting one another everyone is welcome you know if you've got anything any if you've got any problems or issues it can they can be sorted out there he's a, a Jamie Murray is a guy that is extremely open to to anything he he's always shown me kindness and respect um and it's there's definitely honor there with training at Renegade MMA and the coach is a high level uh we got Callum Potter who is the, the, I think he's a lightweight he's the best lightweight mixed martial artist in the country outside of the USC but I don't think you know he should be getting that call up soon and he is just one of those guys that is just so, so humble. Obviously, he's really good at what he does. And it's just, it's a place that, Renegade MMA is a place that you can go to and you can just grow there. And, I mean, I'm just loving it. Like, it's, it's a place where you can go to. And for me, it's, it's just a form of therapy. And I think everyone needs a form of therapy in their life, even if it's going to an actual therapist and talking about your issues. There's no no problem with that. I think everyone needs to be able to have a chat with someone about anything. For me personally, exercise is my my main source of therapy that I go to. And that's what I love about doing jiu-jitsu. That's what I love about working out. Even if it's lifting weights, lifting kettlebells, rolling, having a stretch. For me, exercise is probably my, f- my first go-to tool for therapy and you know, Renegade MMA has created a space where you can go and, you know, you can, you can ha- have your problems for the day or whatever's going on in your life. You go there and you feel welcome and you train with some beasts and you come out of there at the end of the class and you're just feeling so much better. So hats off to Jamie Murray for uh, creating such a good gym and such a good environment. Um, and, yeah, the, the place was going off. Uh, last night when we had grading there was there was a lot of people there and the the 20 minute roll was done um everyone got smashed and then afterwards we had to walk walk the line around two lines of in between two lines of people while everyone whipped us with their belts and at the other end of the line our coaches are waiting there with our uh, <clears throat> with our new belts and oh my god I don't know if I was more nervous for the 20-minute roll or the whipping, but 
the whipping hurt a lot more. <laughs> it was quite funny actually, but I'm definitely glad that it's that one's out of the way now, and um, I probably won't have to deal with that for a while. But um, it's just great to see everyone down there and see the place just pumping on on grading night. Everyone had a good time and and yeah, it was a, it was a good experience to go through. Um, now that I've got my blue belt, I just can't wait to get back on the mats and just continually improve and continually learn because, like I said, the pool of knowledge from jiu-jitsu is just endless. You can just, you're never going to stop learning and that's the great thing about it. It is non-stop, non-stop learning every time you get on that mat. Um, so yeah, and... and just getting back again to talking about, say, therapy and using exercise as, as, a, as a form of therapy. Obviously, there's, there's many ways in which you can exercise. And um, I used to say this to my clients is that whenever they were looking for anything extra to do, you know, they'd have a few sessions with me for, for the week. It was two or three sessions. Well, what else can I do by myself? And... I'd just say get outside and go for a walk. Go for a walk, go for a run, get to your park, whatever it is. You have so many tools at your disposal to go and improve yourself physically. If it's, you know, swimming or surfing. But I find for myself, my, 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 my favourite my favorite ways of moving besides jiu-jitsu would be doing doing kettlebell workouts, going to the park, doing sprints, or finding a playground or chin-up bars, say, in the park or along a walking track and having a bit of a mess around on them. And once you've, once you've formed a bit of a habit and, you know, you can find something that really kind of helps you you know, feel better physically, mentally. I mean, that's what it does. I mean, like, once you find something like that, if it's doing your kettlebell swings or going for a walk or walking your dog on the beach, it's just a matter of repetition. Repetition and consistency. Because that is another thing that becomes quite, um, can become quite uh, a bit of a, like, a, you know, a... Uh, a hurdle in the road is being consistent. I've de- everyone I think has gone through it. You'd have, you'd, I'd say a lot of people go through trying to be consistent with what they do. And for me, sometimes you have weeks where you don't train as much as you should, or you don't train, and you know you eat a bit. You know your eating's not so good, and it is easy to fall off because if you don't get back on it next week, then. <clears throat> It's easy to lose that momentum. It's easy to lose that confidence. But like I talked about before is when things are a little bit harder, you have a choice. You have a choice to make that decision. And you just have to choose, you have to, choose to act straight away, get back out there, jump on that bar, do some chin-ups, go for that run, do those sprints, get to jiu-jitsu class, whatever it is. Get, get back into your favorite form of exercise. Um, and look, it's not even exercise. Like, you know, I do journaling and that helps a lot. 
Sometimes I might do a bit of meditation or maybe if someone wants to do their yoga or, you know, their, their affirmations, whatever it is. It's just there's so many tools that are at your disposal. And that's, what, that's why I've called this podcast Optimize Self is because I am constantly fascinated by how many things there are out there, especially if you're living in, you know, the Western world or where you're, where you're, you're, you've got the luxury of your own home, your own job, you've got time up your sleeve, even if it's even half an hour in the afternoon, whatever it is, you have so many things available now that you can go and do whatever you have to do. There, there, there's not really a lot of room for excuses. And that's another thing is you can get out there and just choose what you want. You just have to act. You have to get out there and go for it. If it's, like I said, your jiu-jitsu, your chin-ups, just make a move and go and build that build confidence through the momentum just keep it going and and for me personally I just love it because I'm exploring these different aspects of training through say jiu-jitsu has led me on to want to move different it's given me a completely different outlook on how I move and how I exercise the image I had of myself of how my body should look it's changed that completely and through that, now I'm experimenting with other things. If it's ice baths or sauna or, you know, flotation therapy. We have so much stuff that we can just go and be better, be better versions of ourselves. So just just get to it. Get to it and enjoy it. It can be hard sometimes, but try not to make those excuses and try to enjoy it because you are bettering yourself. Even if... You might feel that an hour's, an hour's class is too long and you might get bored. Use that as a tool that, okay, I don't enjoy it too much, but I know if I get through this, I'm going to be better for it. So I'm just going to stick it out. Stick it out, and if you give it a month or so, whatever it is, you're probably going to grow to enjoy it, and you're going to get the benefits of it. And if you didn't enjoy it at the end of the month, you can try something else. But, yeah, like I said, there's not a whole lot of room for... Uh, for excuses these days and we live in a world where you can um, pretty much create what you want and achieve what you want so I definitely know that I'm using jiu-jitsu and exercise as a tool to better my life better the pe- better my relationships and you know I don't think you can beat that so get out there and give it a go I hope you've enjoyed this uh this episode of the Optimize Self podcast and I'm just going to keep putting them up, putting them out there. If you can, give me a follow on Instagram, Optimize Self. Get on iTunes, subscribe, give me a rating. Um, do what you can. Enjoy the podcast, give me some feedback and uh, enjoy it all. Peace out, guys.